0: Mama, I got bad news, bad news. I've been rolling with some bad dudes, bad dudes. I've been trying to get a bag, too, a
1: bag too. Hello listeners. Welcome to I the Ashes to do. Awesome podcast, to. Rising Listen, in Mama, Recovery. News, news. Our podcast provides light, hope, and understanding about addiction and mental health to those living within that life and the people who love them. This episode is brought to you by Together We Can, where Canada recovers from addiction. That's TWCRecoveryLife.org. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another edition of the Kaleidoscope Wednesday on the Ashes to Awesome podcast. I'm your host Chuck Lafange, and today joining me in virtual studio is Ryan Bathgate for our third third part in a three part series about connection. How are you doing today, Ryan?
2: I'm pretty good, Chuck. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks good, man. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I'm going on vacation here uh, in a couple of days again, and then it's like this is the one where I have to like rest, relax because the grind from you know, September to next summer is a real thing. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: yeah, no, things are well, man. Good. I'm glad to hear. It. I'm glad to hear it. All right. So, back to the connection. So today, do you want to get a, give us an idea of what you want to talk about, and you know, to, to finish off the series. And...
2: Yeah, I think I think like you know, just just like in the chronological order of things, I think it's you know, um, what we've done is we've taken um, a a a, a, a interactive process of evolution uh personal self-evolution and broken it into three different kind of phases okay uh and so in the first phase we kind of looked at like the paradox and paradox is essential in order to be able to understand really anything and, and you know that i, I uh, keep going back to that saying that life life implies death uh, light implies dark wet implies dry we don't we can't have one without the other we can't have an understanding of one without an understanding of the other the, you know the basic, yeah. I guess, uh, the most common would be yin and yang, which everybody understands what that is, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. And so, like, uh, so we so we, so we talked about what loneliness is, which is which is what I think um connection implies. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And so we really, you know, we, we we really delved into what that looks like. We went and then we went into uh, kind of how that paradigm shift starts to happen. Um. When when we start to realize that loneliness is not a state of being i want to exist in for you know any time, but i do realize it's important for me to be able to understand what the other side of that is i mean my goal here is to be as human as possible as comprehensive in that in that humanity as possible um, and understanding that from a core of me so that i can um take that and use it or use it for self evolution and connection uh especially against the midst of like social programming and uh the elements of shame and disconnection
1: so uh, just for a very kind of obvious example to that i guess but maybe not so obvious to people that haven't been through it uh, for me it, personally um that lack of connection and you know i've said it many times on the show was the kind of the boot on my neck for yes, you know the last yes. couple of years in addiction right so now the way I appreciate connection is a totally different world. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It, right.
2: yeah. That, and that's just it. You nailed it. Like Without an understanding, you know, you're always like, oh, I wish I could have done this differently. But, like, dude, if I could have done my life the way I planned to do it, I would yeah. probably be on my third marriage, uh, <laughs> rich as hell, and such a douchebag. And fifth girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the fifth mistress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, I, I'm glad things didn't go the way that I was planning on things going. But I needed yeah. to. I needed to go through some dark times to get to any understanding who I wanted to be in the world. Uh, yeah. So, like, um, so I guess you know the paradox. Uh, so, it, okay, uh, just to wrap up that that uh, ex- explanation of the series. So, in, in part two, we talked about how that shifts and how how we turn and start to like you know embody things like hope and the importance of hope and understanding what love is and understanding what joy is and and, and we don't understand any of that really without understanding the other side, what it implies. Absolutely. And so paradox is absolutely essential. I think, um, I don't know if you're familiar with a guy named Carl Jung. No. Um, He was a therapist uh, back in the day, kind of a Freudian disciple that went rogue. Um, And he is the first one to talk about metaphysics or spirituality within psychodynamics. And so uh, in those days, they thought he was crazy. And it turns out that actually he was really accurate and is way ahead of his time. Um, and so he has a saying that says uh, that the paradox is one of our most valuable spiritual uh, possessions. Uh, only paradox comes anywhere near to com- comprehending the fullness of life. That's a Carl Jung quote. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so essentially,
1: order... exactly what we were just saying.
2: Right. Exactly what we were just saying. So paradox is it's an appearance of contradiction between two related uh, components. So like um, like like I said, uh, I don't understand the true meaning of light without darkness you know so i don't understand the true meaning of connection without loneliness yeah. <laughs> and so um and so today I, think I just want to talk about like the anatomy of connection like what is it what what is it comprised of what does it feel like um and so i think you know first and foremost uh i think we need to lean into uh you know i guess you know the, the problem is is that loneliness it, it changes who we are as, our, as a being so Um, When we get into this phase of transition, it's because we've come to a place that uh, the only thing at times we have left is hope. And I think that, you know, hope is such a big deal um, because, uh, you know, we can't, it's at the core of everything. We have to have some sense of belief in ourselves and what we're, what we're trying to accomplish in life in order to understand what hope really means to us. And so, um, that's at
1: at the end of the show the monologue the exit monologue right that's what that is an entire 100 that's what that's about right is that that little glimmer of hope and and, you know it might just be the only thing somebody's got
2: and you say it you say it you're right you say it every show and like we need hope like we need air it is such an essential part of 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 existence and and and, and like and so i think like let's look at that for a second what is hope
1: well, I, I would not define it. That's your job.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what? Like, I don't know if I know how to completely define it as well. Um, but I know it's about self-worth. It's about yep. self-esteem. It's about a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, it's really easy to make it actionable because, you know, we can, okay, so... Um, let's just take our place of the depths of loneliness and we're in this transition. The first thing we do is we get the courage to get on board and on the table uh, that maybe life can be different. Maybe things can be different. Now I understand the depths of loneliness. I understand uh, struggle. and me. So let me just set little goals. Like, I don't know, man, making my bed every day was my first goal I ever had to yeah. make myself a better person. And that mm-hmm. I call those the micro movements, right? So of course, we set... Yeah. We set goals that are attainable, and we knock them down. I'm going to get to the gym today. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do my best to eat well today. I'm going to do my best to make smiles contagious today. You know what I mean? And then, as, <laughs> so yeah, well, there they are right. Um, yeah. And so then we start developing these pathways of hope uh, as we knock down these little goals, and, and and then so our our understanding of our own consciousness starts to expand outside of the darkness of the um. Of, uh, of of loneliness uh, mm-hmm. uh and, and and so as I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about going through this process um I realize that you know cur- we need courage because we got to face shame yeah, yeah. we have yeah. to access transparency and vulnerability you know and and, and but with that we, we find this sense of like authenticity that is just uh something we've never experienced before uh you know it's it's a new it's a new freedom that we just didn't even know existed and so um so, you know, uh, ho- like, to be in a st- I mean, again, you know, contradiction or paradox. Um, to understand hope, we need to understand hopelessness. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, and so, like, it's kind of all snowballs together, but we have to have the courage to be able to step up, step out, and be able to, like, not choose comfort over courage. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I think that's really important because we don't... We, I mean, everything starts with you know, bravery and how we, and, and, and how we do that. And like, uh, so like in order for me to be vulnerable, I'm going to have to have courage. That's a, that's a fact. Yeah. Like in order for me to be, I, like I can have hope without courage, but it'll never be actionable. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I'll just yeah. be a dreamer and like hopelessness and despair, man. I mean, it's a tough place to be, but it's a beautiful happening when we use it to propel ourselves into whatever that next dimension of existence is for ourselves. Um, you know and I think like so I think when you look at like um, we go from that place in the middle scared and worried and like uh, I don't know what's going to happen next and then um, and then we find like we knock these goals down and we start to create almost a sense of humbleness um, transparency we find out who we are in those moments of tension Um, and so This is, I think, where like almost at a left, I don't know about you, but at a left field for me, I was so shocked at how much love there is in the world when I started to step out of that, when Mm -hmm. I opened my heart to vulnerability. (laughs) Right. You know, I I, I,
1: I talk about this often. I just talked about it the other day in a, I don't know, I I don't know, it it had come up in in some sort of post I'd written or, or whatever. The, we surround ourselves, ah, I'd shared somebody from your part of the world. Um, had shared one of our episodes. Um, can't remember his name. Anyway, it's on the Facebook page. But it was just somebody doing something really nice for for a guy that, you know, he's buying him a bike. Uh, right. Because yeah. cause that, right? Yeah. And I spoke to it in there and said, you surround yourselves in these people that are desperate and, and doing desperate things, and your, your view tends to get skewed really fast, right? But then oh, you yeah. come out of that. You, you step away from that and into... For instance, you know, I, I came back to Calgary. I've got my support network. I've got you guys everything that's happening. And all of a sudden, you understand that the world is actually a pretty great place. And that most people, Man. most people are, are are genuinely loving creatures. Right. right? And, and it's you like, know, so, yeah.
2: Isn't that such a shock, though? And you come from, like, you know, and I, I know, like, when we're kids, like, we're, we, are, we are, the love is everywhere. It's almost yeah. taken for granted. And as the world turns, we start to get hardened by, you know, the uh, the hurt side of love, the pain side mm-hmm. of love, and that becomes like, you know, like touching the snow, hot stove. We don't want, don't want to do that again. Like, ouch! that hurt. Well, then mm-hmm. that's that's not really the the reality of it. I mean, um, love is such a it is the thing that makes this world go round. And I, you know, we said it so many times, but I I think like I think it's also important in this process to talk about. How do we make ourselves lovable? Again, the fourth the fourth component, and I think that has a real uh, strong attachment to our sense of belonging. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. my belief yeah. in myself is directly correlated to have my my the strength of my my belonging. Does that make sense? So confidence, Absolutely those intrinsic resources. Yeah. You know what of I mean. Of course, it does. And yeah. wherever those things aren't, where love and belonging aren't, when they're not there, you can guarantee there's suffering there. You know done. what I mean? And we, and, and like you know, like, uh, you know, I, I know how to be poor, and I know pain. You know, those are the two, <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if there's anything in this world that I have a lot of practice at, it's, um, like, you know, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. unofficial, I'm going to write my own, I'll get my daughter to write me one up with crayons. <laughs> uh, um, and so, and so, so belonging, I mean, again, it takes like, you know, uh, belonging is part of how we find our authentic self. And you know, like, and you know, if we put that in concert with an understanding of our value system, if we put that, in, and then add um, our our feeling, of, of like the the cosmic alignment or rhythm, yep. when we have all of that stuff together, that makes this like incredible cocktail. Finally, a good cocktail uh, of like <laughs> of openness and connection. Now I'm connectable, and so, um. Our, so what did, what did I say uh our sense of self-worth is directly correlated to belonging right yes yeah. okay uh you know and I think there's another element there now that I'm sitting in that space and I mm-hmm. think like there's an element of self-acceptance that is also so I think it's a three-headed uh little cocktail okay okay yeah. so like if I and, and it's really simple like I self-acceptance um I am bald. But that is not who I am. You know what I mean? Yes. That's a part of me, but it's yeah. not who I am. Yeah. You know, like uh, I, you know, I'm 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 not really incredibly fast anymore. You know, just little things, like, all these things that I could I could take and make insecurities and blow them up into like I'm not good enough. Let shame come in. I don't have to do that as long as I... so myself my my and now I'm just like as I'm processing this, my level of self acceptance is also directly correlated to my level of shame resilience. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. Of course it does. Yeah. Uh,
2: um, okay. So then, so have we even defined connection yet?
1: I think they, um, I mean, it's not going to hurt to do it again. Okay. <laughs> you know, that, that was like, that's a lot of
2: recording between and, yeah, you know, know, right? and Yeah, and, you're like, <laughs> and I'm asking you a question and then you've done 15 shows in between. The last yeah, yeah, sorry, man. I should, not very understanding of your, uh, <laughs> Of every, and by, by the way, like I don't know, for all you listeners, all you, I hope we have a moment of appreciation for Chuckie because he does a lot of work on this. He does a lot of work. I mean, i so I'm doing this thing yesterday where I'm like messing around with TikTok, and it took me like I couldn't figure out how to like get this link to go over here, and like I was like, oh my god, I'm so frustrated right now, and I've been at this for ten minutes. I can't even imagine what your sixteen hour day looks like, you know? Like it's crazy.
1: It was it was funny, and it gives me a chance now. Um, I, I was, uh, by the time you're listening to this, I will have been on the Hard Knocks Talks talk show previous Sunday previous to this, right? So he, um, uh, yesterday we went to go do our our initial, you know, the, the thing that you do at the beginning. You've been on the show yourself, right? Uh, what uh, was that? Yeah. About a yeah. month ago now, something like that, yeah. right? Uh, well, I think
2: it was a while ago. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah great that. show. It's a great yeah. Show. I yeah, right? love yeah, yeah, show. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So check that out, guys. But he, um, uh he does this thing you know to do the promo where he cuts video and all that and you, you understand right you got to give him that so we went to go do that yesterday morning and everything blew up everything blew up right and the level of zen from him right he's just like yeah man this is the way things go right yeah put things in perspective i get stressed out and you know i'm doing everything i can this guy's running a live show can you imagine the shit show sorry for my language. Can you imagine the insanity that well, we happens? You you hear me? You you know? You read my texts when I'm when I'm in the, working these at editing. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine doing what he does over there. So, I, yeah, I know, you know it's yeah. it,
2: it's crazy. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, the the struggle is real, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so listen. I want to throw a little. I want to. I'm gonna. We're gonna throw down a uh, a definition of connection right now, just so we can say yes, we have defined connection. I mean, we define everything else, but yeah. Um, okay, so connection I think it, I think it it, it it forms as an energy uh mm-hmm. and, 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 it, and it has to it, it has to imply another so it's transactional right yeah so there's a, so it, 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 within that transaction within that medium we need to it, it's the four tenants we need to be we need to be seen we need to be heard we need to feel loved and we need to feel lovable uh and to feel lovable sorry yeah right which yeah. which, which me mean, really means like that that encompasses the comprehension of being valued and valuable
1: yeah Right. Yeah. I, I, I speak about that one often, and, and sorry to interrupt you again, Ryan. Of course not. So. That the feeling lovable is by far the most important, and by far the hardest one to do. When 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 it's tough, it's tough, right? So that's yeah, you
2: know, yeah, yeah, totally, man. Yeah. I and mean, like, so like, I don't know about you, but as soon as like, I I, I need to not feel judged, yeah, in connection. Mm-hmm. So like that 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 is a, a safety piece that I need. i um, you said
1: that, yeah. I I never would have verbalized it like that, but bang on. If
2: I'm judged, man, my walls are up, and I'm yeah. I'm I'm defensive, I'm shut down, I'm or else I put on an ego or whatever. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. It takes. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. And then I think, um, and I think we walk away with a sense of strength and sustenance mm-hmm. uh, in in whatever that connection is. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, so I guess, I guess our our, our definition is now. Are you hearing that? I heard something. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, our definition is an energy that exists between two people. Uh, that is, that is, uh, is non-judgmental and is comprised of being heard, being seen, being, uh, loved, feeling lovable, uh, yeah. and walking away, feeling valuable. So that, that it, it, it includes a vulnerability. You protection has, has a vulnerability. And if you think about it, like, um, you know turning a water spout on or off. When we turn the water spout on, we make the, that pipe vulnerable to, to the flow of water. When we turn it off, it, it obviously disconnects. So um, so I guess, you know, maybe maybe it's helpful to look at what the disconnection is if we're going to talk about what 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 implies why.
1: And now for a quick public service announcement. Today's PSA is brought to you by Doctor Treatment Centers in Phuket Island. They are a clinic run by clinicians, not a business run by businessmen. And they know that where addiction is the smoke, trauma is the fire. Learn more at YatraCentrix.com, that's Y-A-T-R-A-C-E-N-T-R-E.com.
2: Hi everybody, this is Carl with today's public service announcement about Naloxone, or as it's more commonly known, Narcan, a medication that can help save the life of somebody experiencing an opioid overdose. Did you know that in 2021, opioids were responsible for over 7,000 deaths in Canada and 106,000 deaths in the United States? These numbers are staggering, but there is hope. Narcan is a medication that can reverse the effects of an opioid overdose and help save a life. Narcan is available for free at participating pharmacies and harm reduction centers across Canada and is also available without a prescription at most pharmacies in the United States. Now, I know most of you won't be around people using opioids, but you never know when it will be around you, and you could save the life of someone who is loved and who loves. So no. disconnection is the it, you know feeling judged, social exclusion, uh, isolation, um, and you know, ironically enough, it disconnection f- lives within the same area in our in our brain as rejection and pain.
1: That yeah, well, makes sense to me. Yeah, and
2: yeah, so we experience it as a, as an almost an evolutionary reactive state. That's mm-hmm. why when we have disconnection, we, you know, like think, if you think about when you're in it, when you're in the throes of addiction, mm-hmm. there's there's very little sense of who you are in the world. It's yeah, very, you know, like we're talking like isolation at its premium, where. Uh, and, and so we're not actually able to access our own identities. We're not able to, to, to create goals. We're not able to, to harbor these things. And, like, any sense of joy we have is usually synthetic. Um, yeah. And that's why we keep coming back. So um, and so, it's, so in order to, like, sustain these the the, the idea of, of what connection is and how it works and, and how we keep it going on our day-to-day life, we, I mean, the components are, like, the intrinsic resources of self-warm, self-esteem, and self-respect. And so... Mm-hmm. So like this, the, to feel secure within ourselves is absolutely essential. And when we're secure, we're feeling, you know, we're open to the world. You know, yep. when I'm, when I have high level of confidence, I'm, I'm your judgment is my choice.
1: Yes. Yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying?
2: Like, absolutely. I can, yeah. I can, I can choose what I take personal or not when I'm in, when I'm in a connectable state, which yep. means I don't need to turn the tap off. It just means mm-hmm. that like, I don't have to let that be become part of the flow of, of our connection. Yes. It's just like your judgment's not. It's your opinion. You can have that. Uh, it's not part of my reality. Mm-hmm. And I think, and, and I think, I think there's an important element of like accepting our own fallibility, our own okay. humanness. Like, uh, like I said, like you know, like dude, I'm bald. That's the way it is. <laughs> you know, And you know, you know, these days, I'm all right with it. You know, it took me a while. Like, I, I wore a hat for a long time. <laughs> you know, but it took me a while to get to a place that that was okay. Now, and and like. You know, we have all these insecurities, but those insecurities don't define us, and they're not an indictment of character ever. And so, but when I'm in a place of disconnection, those yep. those those are an indictment. Those are uh, an identity, and, I, and I, I can only see myself. I mean, look at, like, like, body dysmorphia, things like that. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, all I see in the mirror is my love hands. Well, that is, I'm probably in a state of disconnection, and I'm probably uh, experiencing loneliness to a high degree. And where I can't accept my own fallibility or yeah. my fallibility and by doing that because I don't own it. It owns me. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense?
1: It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah.
2: Um, And so I, I think, I, you know, um, I, 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 hate, I hate jumping back, but like, it, it, I'm let to ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think that there is a sense of invisibility when it comes to um,
1: loneliness. Uh, I think for a lot of people there would be. Yeah. I, I, what I'm trying to do is um, put myself back in those days of when I felt unbelievably and horribly lonely. But I think for somebody who's been in it for a lot longer than I was, most definitely, mm-hmm. right. The longer you're in it, the I, I, hey, there's a, there's an answer. There, there's my answer. The longer you're in it, the more that sense of invincibility would would take over. Mm-hmm. right yeah you I mean, know what i mean right so I for somebody it. that's been on the street for two years you know as compared to six months or, or 10 years very different degrees of that feeling invisible yeah, right
2: absolutely mm-hmm. i couldn't i couldn't agree more And i think like um when we when we the more when when it becomes normalized then then it is it takes so much courage to to to, to muster the hope to be able to get mm-hmm. that change and and this is why like the little glimmers of connection become so important. And the, just the little openings that happen little by little. And this is how we enter into that state of, like, self-evolution and becoming that uh, the human being that we've always hoped we could be. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, like, man, as long as we have hope, we have a chance. And I firmly yeah. believe that. And, like, even, even in hopelessness, because mm-hmm. it implies the other, it means we have access to the other. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. we ever really lose hope. Mm-hmm. You know, truly i think that we can experience hopelessness without losing hope just because one implies the other if hopelessness exists that means hope is 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 has potential gotcha, gotcha. okay yeah um so so um so then let's talk about how important that 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 the element of, of what love is um, so like you know and i and i keep i keep the definition of love really simple like the act of doing without expectation of return um okay and so like i i used to practice this by just like holding a door open for somebody as they walk in that's an act of love uh helping a lady across the street or 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 an elderly person or something you know what i mean like just these little acts of kindness and 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 so like i used to always in the treatment floor i'd be like you know if you give your buddy a cigarette that's an act of love. If you expect him to give you one back, that's a that's not.
1: That's a transaction. That's, that's a yeah, transaction. totally yeah. Yeah. You don't do nice shit for people because you want something back. That is not nice shit anymore. As I've said that for years. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I think yeah. that
2: the more that we practice the this art of um, cultivating love, uh, the more the more we mm-hmm. get a deeper sense of like its power through. So the more vulnerable I can be, the more access to love I can have. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And and, mm-hmm. and 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 like to be seen deeply and like the, it, you know it's kind of it's kind of uh an interesting new paradox and being you know doing the show and stuff because we, we get seen by people that have no idea who we are all the time and yeah. like sometimes i i i have to muster a lot of courage up to be able to be seen deeply and like man i am as fallible as we get you know what i mean like i make mistakes <laughs> like nobody's yeah. business you know um and so but by honoring that connection, by honoring that depth of being visible, being seen in a in a uh, in a um, a very authentic way, um, we're cultivating a sense of connection and love, um, and 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 then it starts like and it's like byproduct is like kindness and uh, you know respect uh, uh, affection, uh, which is a big which is a big one for me to learn. Um, yeah. And, and it turns out now, like, that's part of, you know, like, my love net language, you know what I mean? Like, um, and so I think the other thing we need to talk about love is like how it works, um, because it is transactional. And so it's almost like it's, 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 the, it's it, it, it completely turns like our understanding of economics on its head, you know, like, yeah. and we're, you know, being capitalist society, we always think that if I give you this dollar, I lose a dollar. Love mm-hmm. doesn't work like that, you know? So if I if I cultivate, the more love I cultivate, the more I get back. It's an organism that needs to be to be grown, to be nurtured. Um, okay. And so, and we do that. And it, and, it, and, it ha- and it can only really happen in the medium of connection. So if we think about it, connection is the conduit, and love is what flows through it.
1: Okay. Does,
2: does that make yeah. sense?
1: It makes perfect sense, yeah. I like that. That's uh, beautifully worded, yeah
2: and i think that the more we can appreciate and love ourselves the stronger that and and more abundant our ability to 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 transactionally um or or i shouldn't say transactionally um i think the the more we're able to like uh give or grow with you know? okay. it's like you know like like a vine it grows love love grows together and it happens with the more people that we have we have it within ourselves and then it grows out and, and intertwines with one another and that's how we have this amazing network of connection throughout all you know, 7.6 billion i think 7.8 behind the times billion people in the world um and you know and then we we we, we and we're going to be constantly faced with you know shame is going to be knocking on the door all the time um we're going to experience hurt from uh, betrayal or blame or uh, disrespect or things like that, and like so that that's where like the stronger my love is, the more choice I have, which means the more freedom I have. So, but you know, when I can feel shame coming in most of the time, sometimes it gets in without because it's so it's so insidious, Perse, um, pervasive, right? Um, oh my god, just, yeah, yeah, yeah it, and and, no. and like so sometimes it gets in, but when I I just need to shut my head off and go into my heart, and then I'm like, oh my god, shame's here. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, um, yeah and yeah. so when we uh, and that can be really damaging but those the damages can actually become um you know scars of existence that create strength so it is a tension but we have to like know we have to know intrinsically who we are and then have an understanding of these outside forces that come in and and really you know you know in, in my history all of those things have turned made me shut that shut that uh valve off uh and and not all, and, you know it's like yeah, nothing's getting in, but nothing's getting out, and so that's yeah. and, and w- w- what happens when that happens? I enter into isolation and loneliness. You know, yeah. so um, I think that we can be survivors of pain in an effort to access a stronger sense, a stronger sense of cultivating love through vulnerability, and then we experience like the beauty of like uh, joy, you know, and like because um, I think I think like joy is just. You know, it's it it encompasses what love truly is, yeah. And so, uh, and you know, and then I can appreciate things like happiness. Like, uh, I don't know about you, but I I have rejected happiness in my life because I didn't feel like I deserved self worth being loved. I you think know that, I mean? that
1: that understanding that takes a a, a <laughs> yeah. level of um, self introspection that that most people just don't. Oh, I, I don't know about most people. that That's tough to get to. Maybe that's a better way to put that, right? To, yeah. To really yeah. understand, right? Like To, to, to understand that, oh, shit, did I actually do that, right? I, I, mean, that, but, that, I mean, that takes a level of self-understanding that most people, you know, or a lot of people don't have.
2: But everybody's capable of.
1: Without a doubt. yeah, and and That's why I should have said it's harder to, to get yes. to instead of most people. It's a know.
2: matter of practicing, like, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, you know, like, this is where I always want to caution, like having happiness as a goal. Uh, mm-hmm. Happiness is is usually uh, conducive of environment and it's an emotion and it's going to change. And so yeah. I don't think we mm-hmm. ever want to like be, I just want to be happy. Well, I, I don't just want to be happy. I want to be all of it. I want to be as yeah. human as possible. That's yeah. why I think there's a big difference between, you know, the trait of peace and the emotion of happiness. So yeah. peace I can maintain at any time. And so when I'm in connection, I'm in peace. I don't, I, and I can experience the other side of love, which is pain or, or you yeah. know uh, yeah. betrayal and things like that, and still maintain a sense of peace. Like he's like you were saying about Dan, like he still maintained peace in the midst of frustration. Yeah. Like that yeah. is a massive that that is an indicator of a lot of self work happening, a lot of a lot of um, <laughs> yeah. contentment, you know, and like and so like that that that's more like where I want to be is is um, uh, is feeling content and peaceful. Those two together, and being content is just like. Uh, a feeling of, of 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 completeness, of appreciation, um, uh, you know the the antithesis of of shame, which is to be to feel like I am enough and I am capable, and so uh, and and so and what comes along with that is just like you know and, and so when I have peace and contentment, my ability to access connection is wide open, you know, and there's not a lot of things that can really can really um, can take my choice away as to how I want to feel in any given situation. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, it does. I, th- yeah. I, I, th- I think another, uh, you know, biochemically, I think another important element of of connection is gratitude, and and what gratitude does, it actually alters our our brain in a way that creates um, a, an ability to be more right side brain, more curious, more creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I practice gratitude, I actually practice growing a part of my brain that is uh, that cultivates the essence of connection.
1: Absolutely. Uh, um, with yeah. that said, something that's been on my mind these last few weeks, and I just—I <laughs> just decided to do—we're um, going to do gratitudes in the middle of episodes from now on. Oh, I think, yeah, okay. I think I think it's okay. too important of an element, and it's easy for people to to check out, and I, I think it's important to do so. Okay, before aside for my do favorite that, part of this. Okay. <laughs> right.
2: here, I, I, I'm sorry, but yep. I'm not messing with it yep. after this time. I want defi- to define it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay,
2: so I have I have something here. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, gratitude is an emotion that reflects our deep appreciation for what we value, what brings meaning to our lives and what makes us feel connected to ourselves and others. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm just not sure that I've ever... I, I like to define things for myself. Yeah. Uh, I think it's well, important. Well, understand to, <laughs> <laughs>
1: The emotional lexicon, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll speak to that real quick before we do the gratitudes. Sure. Um, I had a conversation with uh, Chad Top from Moose Saskatchewan, he runs the um, the Wacamo, um Social Detox out there. The, the yeah. program yeah, yeah, he heard started that, yeah. he, he started it. I guess it'd be about eleven years ago now. I, I was there for the tenth anniversary, anyway. So yeah, it'd be about eleven years. They is an amazing, just an amazing program, but. It was there that I first saw that feeling wheel that you talk about with the emotional yeah, lexicon. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I've been talking to Chad about coming onto the show. I'm really excited, like really excited to have him on. Uh, but, I mean, he's a hell of a guy. He runs a hell of a program. And for me personally, he's kind of a beacon of, you know, the, the beginning of of me getting my you know my head out of my ass, for lack of a yeah. better term. So, yeah. um, it, I mean, I relapsed after I was there, but the, the fundamentals stuck with me. And I was saying to him, I, I had helped make that feeling wheel, and I might have told you about that for the emotional lexicon. And, and I, was, I was saying to him, it's the one thing that I wish I understood the importance of at the time that I learned. Everything else just kind of clicks when it needs to click. That's the one thing that I wish I would have paid a lot more attention to at the time because I think it would have made a big difference. I mean, I, I am where I am and, and all that, and, and I'm, I'm happy and, and proud to be here. But I, I think it would have made a big difference on the timeline yeah. had I, had I well, really understood the importance of emotional lexicon at the time. So I, I've asked him to send me a picture of it. And you and I are going to do an episode when I do get it. So yeah. 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 Um,
2: okay. So right. uh, yeah, we we can, we can definitely put a pin. in that. There's another little thing I wanted to go on about. Around, you can, go, you uh, can
1: do it if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I just mm-hmm. think it's important to understand that, you know, like uh, I talked, I talked a little bit about joy. And I think one thing that I, that I didn't add is that joy is extremely frightening. Um, and because if we allow ourselves to feel joy, I think somewhere in our mind, we have this like defense mechanism that says disasters coming, you know what I okay. mean? And so like, that's why it's becomes, it's a beautiful place to be when we can appreciate it. But if we don't have that self-awareness and, and access, yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. And, and like <laughs> living in that space of like, when's the shoe going to drop? Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't want I don't want to live that way. I, to me, that's a prison. And so I think it's a very important to understand connection being an, an outlet of vulnerability to be able to mitigate that feeling of I'm not enough or that the shoe is going to drop, yeah. uh, and we you know like and you know like uh, tragedy is going to happen, trauma is going to happen in our lives. I'm mm-hmm. much better equipped to 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 um, navigate those. Uh, happenings now that I have a better understanding of both my emotional lexicon, my self-awareness, my self-worth, self-re- self-respect, and, and uh, self-esteem, and I understand the medium of connection being such an important avenue to access vulnerability, to release the pressure of what that is and how I experience it. Anyway, Absolutely. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. Um, there we go. Hey. In, in, in.
1: <laughs> well, that makes it my time, our time for my favorite part of the show. That's the Daily Gratitudes thing. All right, what you- Today's Daily Gratitudes are brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become their best selves through support and treatment. They've been there, and they understand. Alright, what you got for us today?
2: <laughs> um, you know it's what, weird like, to do it in the middle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. I. I it, 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 God, man, I am I, I'm, I'm, first and foremost, my beautiful family uh, always number one. Uh, always my little girls and my my amazing wife and um and, and my mom lives in the basement and you know that's that's cool too to have her uh, around and hanging out with uh if she gets to hang out every day with her grandkids and like if I was a good grandparent that would be just amazing. So uh, yeah, my yeah. my family. Um I am super grateful for all of the loneliness I've experienced, for all of the pain I've experienced, the struggle, the trauma everything that it's taken to get to where I am because like as you were talking about like hey it's really difficult to get to that place to be have the self-awareness to understand that and and I would not be able to understand any of this I wouldn't be able to be on the show I wouldn't be able to talk about any of these things that I talk about if I didn't go through the things that I went through so I'm extremely grateful for the difficult times I've had in my life
1: yeah yeah all right yeah great um, and, and for myself, we'll, we'll change up how I do the gratitude. Obviously we're not going to end the show right now. So uh, my, my, uh, my gratitudes. um, you know, I'm going to copy you. I really am thinking about it right now. And, in in you know, I'm thankful for your family. No, I'm just kidding. I'm thankful <laughs> for, <laughs> uh, for all the strife, right? Like it's just, it's, it's some, you know, that's, that's quite the statement and, and you know, but it's true at the end of the day, we've, uh. You no, know, I've been through some some insanity, and it just it's it's at the forefront of my mind right now because of this this appearance I'm going to have on on um, Hard Knocks Talks. I've only ever been interviewed once before, right? So really? I've only ever told, yeah, yeah. Well, Scott from No New Friends did it, right? It was a hell of an interview too, but um, I've no, I've never been interviewed to tell my story like that. And it, it, I'm thinking about it now, going, oh wow, that's a story, right? So I'm I'm really glad for all those moments. I I'm super glad for the connection um, that I've been able to make with all my old friends, yourself included. Um, since I came back to Calgary, and and how that support it's turned into a support network that's absolutely mind blowing at time.
2: So yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's become something that like I don't know yeah. if you, I, something I never envisioned. That's for sure. And like yeah, yeah, right. It's interesting to like have to be able to impact and influence people that I didn't even know existed on the planet. You know. Like, <laughs> Right, right. You know, getting questions from no. Raleigh, yeah. North Carolina, like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah.
1: So that you we know, got a random message the other day. I shared on the Facebook wall. Uh, uh, somebody from your part of the world again, from from Vancouver area, or maybe it's the island. But yeah, she said, "I I absolutely love it." She's been telling her kids, "You are loved," mm, over and over yeah. and over again all night. And it's yeah. you saw that message or that, okay, that post, yeah. right? It was yeah. something else, right? It's just yeah. like, wow, that that's. That's a reason for doing it, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Sorry, I think you're uh, Tory Tori something or other. Thank you for that message, Tori. That was beautiful and uh, very, very much appreciate it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of messages, I got some. I got some questions,
2: my man. What okay. Yeah. All right. really get my get reflex hat
1: on. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so the first question is from a local uh, celebrity on the show here right uh Tammy from Brockville Ontario you might remember her from episodes 92 and 92.5 she uh she came on and told this story about her daughter Brittany who's still in active addiction still uh that struggle still goes on um she's writing a blog now on the website as well uh, if you uh if you go to the website and look for well if you search Tammy or shattered vo- uh, shattering voices something there's a whole blog section there i can't remember the name of it right now and i really should but Thanks, that's Pat. not what yeah, yeah, that was horrible, right? Well, I wasn't planning on doing that; it just popped yeah, into my yeah, head, yeah, and I was yeah, like, "Oh yeah. crap, here goes," right? But yeah, we, we have a blog section there from her. Um, myself, I've got a couple of posts. There's another uh, an anonymous fellow, Darcy, who's who's in on it as well, and uh, we've got some more people coming on, uh, including therapists, including um, uh, memorial moms who you know I much reverence for, and well, all sorts of different angles on addiction. So check it out, guys. Cool. Anyway, um, Tammy from Brockville says. How do I practice detachment from addiction as a coping skill while maintaining connection with my loved one?
2: Oh, how do I practice detachment? So, it, and, it, it's to really... put this in
1: context, right? For for yeah. for, for you, and maybe you, and, and the listeners, most definitely. Just um, because her daughter's still in active addiction, and she's she's having a hard time, you know, and it, she's done everything. We've we've heard Tammy's story. I mean, that was a That was an epic interview, right? I mean, it just went on forever, and, and for good reason too she's, she's getting to a point where she is, she feels like, you know, it's going to end one way or the other and she needs to prepare for that. And, you know, there's you know.
2: Yeah. That's a really tough spot to be in. Um, so I, like, I don't know, I don't know that I would use those words, although we're probably going to talk about the same thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would focus on the practice of detachment. Uh, to me that is disconnect. And anytime we disconnect, we're, I believe we're inviting shame and all of it's, lonely components in there um so i think um as a coping skill it's more about developing the intrinsic resources understanding who we are as as people within that and it's like um you know like i I love how dr lisa says like you know i'm not my cancer well i i you know to to be um almost removing ourselves but we can still see the field you know Uh, Mm -hmm. And so, like, again, choosing what I take personal, which is a really difficult thing to do when it becomes uh, a parent and and a child. But um, and understanding that, you know, they're they're not doing this to me. Um, They're doing this in spite of a love for me, which is a must be a difficult thing. Um, And I think, like, maintaining the connection is about uh, building the foundation of myself to a place that I can be in that space without taking things on having very firm and clear boundaries while still participating in the act of love, you know, and, and that does not include, um, um, uh, what do we call it when we enable it? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. that it, enabling is not an act of love that is done for ourselves. And it just is a, a nasty little, it's yeah. little, it's a nasty uh, thing to get into. So like, um, So I don't think detachment, it's an understanding that, um, you know, I am an agent of love and peace in this. I'm not taking on things that aren't mine, but I am willing to support the things that you're going through. And I think like, you know, for me, it's probably uh, easier said than done. Um, I'm a counselor. I've been practicing this for a long time. So I know how to not have somebody's issues be mine. Um, And I know how to be in this space without taking those things on. And so like, it, so, again, it goes back to, like, self-esteem, self-worth, self-respect. Where is that at? Where are and then leading into our values. And so, really, it's about being concretized in my own self so that I can attend to the – I can be in that space without absorbing, um, you yeah. know, what it actually yeah. is, you know. And so yeah. – and then it's, like, love, support, um, you know, the saying we say every day on the show, you are loved, like you said. I think like yeah. that kind of communication, giving that – whatever that family member is – um or loved one um the sense of of of, of connection of belonging as, as best you can anyway. right As best as it, absolutely know, yeah. and so like we want to stay away from judgment and as best you're to...
1: capable of as well i should say i i mean
2: <laughs> yeah and, 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 and <laughs> yeah. like everyone's at different places in this in this in the idea of self-evolution but um yeah. you know like i want to i don't so i want to look at the things that i don't want to do which are judgment shame um uh, projected fear, projected insecurity, projected, um, uh, and I wanted to say shame again, because I went to this place of like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm enough to handle this. So I'm going to like take it out in anger or, or disconnect in on my loved one. And like, so like always knowing that, and I think we talked about this a while ago, like, um, you know, coming to a place that, um, that they may not make it is a really difficult situation to be in in our own in our own space and so i like to always i mean how many times have we seen somebody pass it's like i I always find myself coming to a place of like wow okay the suffering is over and that is that gives me peace and then the other thing is like if i do if i did my best to like uh, cultivate connection if uh and, and using connection as a medium of love then I, then that person gets to pass knowing that i did everything i could to love that person the best i could and and yeah. and uh and and you know it's a really awful place but at least we can find some peace in knowing that we did our best uh and that we we will continue to do our best for the rest of our lives <laughs> and we will use whatever we've learned from this to honor that individual that has passed and so um yeah and it', it, it it's a it's a really it's a it's just a really hard space to be in Tammy like uh and and i wish that there was a magic button we could push to make everything better but that's just not how it works uh yeah. and I, and so i don't think i don't think we want to detach from anything i think we want to concretize in what we are and maybe that creates a sense of detachment as a byproduct but i don't think it needs it's the focus i think that we need to like you know it's like it's like trauma like it has to become part of us or else it becomes all of us And so I worry that if we detach from it, it actually engulfs us outside of our awareness and we'll never find peace and we'll never find uh, reverence.
1: Yeah, yeah. well said, man, well said. So so I just want to take a quick minute and uh, let you know about a new sponsor of ours, Rosecrest Recovery Services. You might remember Rich Johnson from an episode just recently about interventions, and he was the interventionist, of course, right? So he's come on as a sponsor, and they don't just do interventions. They do family case management, treatment placement. Um, uh, treatment placement is, is a free courtesy service, and uh, reaching out is a free and completely confidential. So give them a shout, guys. You can reach them at 615-484-8792 or email at info at services.com. Remember, they lead men and women to a life of recovery. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Uh, we'll move on to the next one, and, and I hope that answers it for you, Tammy. You know, well, yeah. you got my direct line. You can always talk to me or, or uh, drop a follow-up question. I know she's got one for next week too, so uh, cool. we'll definitely play that. Because yep. Tammy, uh, she's the original warrior love. I think she was the first mom that I did those interviews with. As a so, matter of fact, yeah. I'm almost sure she is. Yeah, yeah, right. So, and she's been following the show from from the very beginning. So she's quite the quite the incredible woman. Anyway, um, thank uh, you for that, Tammy.
2: Can I just say something? Yeah, of um, you can. Uh, Just to the listeners, like uh, if you send a question in, it'll get read. We have a bit of a queue happening, yeah. um, and so I just I just want to reassure people that if it's not read in the next episode, it will get read. We have it. Yeah, we're team. we're only about
1: one episode behind right now. Not behind, but you know, in the queue, right? Yeah. So uh yeah, if you don't hear it, you'll hear it in the next one most yeah, likely. Yeah, right? definitely. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I just
2: I don't yeah. want people yeah. to feel yeah. unheard. And,
1: and that said, if you're listening and you do want to send a question, ask yourself, awesome podcast at gmail You can hit me on any one of the socials. Um you can go to the RBK page, you can ask it there. You can ask me on the Ashes Awesome page, um or on the Ashes Awesome Instagram, TikTok linkedin twitter facebook twitter wherever you're wherever you see the logo you can ask a question yeah yeah um the other thing you could do actually um spotify you can drop it. you can drop your question in the comments underneath the spotify uh, uh play there so anyway next question rebecca in helena montana says when life becomes a relentless cycle of monotony and hardships it's easy to lose sight of our goals and aspirations how individuals can reignite how can individuals reignite their sense of purpose and motivation even when faced with seemingly insurmountable obstacles
2: very good question and I think we kind of Huge talked question. a bit about that today I mean mm-hmm. uh we have to start with the, those two elements of courage and hope mm-hmm. and then uh you know I've talked in the, in, in the past about like uh, you know it's funny the word monotony like it is such a uh, it, uh, it makes life bland. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, and so like when we get into a monotony and hardship, and that's my life world. Um, I have to reframe that. Like, uh, so if if I everything perception yeah, is definitely an element of that, right? Absolutely, and, 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 and like that's yeah. one of our things we have in in our locus of control. And so, yeah. um, I want to re- so monotony is an opportunity for for change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, hardship is an opportunity for strength and building and, and always understanding that the paradox is an essential part of spiritual growth. And so yeah. um, uh, I think that, you know, she says we lose sight of our of our goals and our aspirations. Well, mm-hmm. if we've lost sight of, of them, then why don't we slow down and yeah. why don't we find that that vision again? So I this is why, like, let's go to hope. Even if we're in hopelessness, we know hope exists because I'm hopeless. And yeah. one implies the other. I wouldn't know one without the other. So yeah. that means I have access to hope. So I can move into that space by just, like I said, setting – let's let's take the big goals of like, hey, I'm going to be the president of the United States, which is possible for me, but, you know, uh, and turn it into, I'm, today I'm going to go for a walk. You know, little things. like, And I say, like, start to build a structure – Of new things you want to try and start trying on, trying out, seeing what fits, seeing what doesn't, seeing what you and and explore. And so, like, so I think like we reigniting the idea of curiosity and exploration. And I think uh, if we can start to do that, life becomes a a, a brand new adventure. Like, so if we were in monotony and hardship, we've lost, we've lost essence and we've lost, um, you know, the the uh, the uh, well ignite. Uh, so we've lost purpose and motivation and how do we get that back purpose is is purpose is an active meaning you know like um and so to give my life purpose i spend more time with my kids why because kids are my meaning my kids are my everything you know and so um and I, and I can find it anywhere um any relationship i have anyone that i uh, you know admire or uh, that i uh believe to be um inspiring um this is why i like like these podcasts they help help inspire me to be more and so whatever whatever it is and if you don't know what you're what you like what you're into what what gives you fire try try things on and this that will break the monotony and hardship is you know hardship is uh is it's not fun. it's part of the it's part of the experience of life and and, you know like i i don't want to miss out on anything as far as as long as i'm here i got one life to live and i'm as i want to be as human as possible in that in that time and i want to experience like when i went back to university i wanted to be a poor student i wanted to experience that and i definitely did you know like i was poor as poor gets you know and like um but and it was like it was cool i was going to class i had a backpack you know i was on campus like, it, and I was in my thirties, man, and it was so fun. And then again, in my forties. Um, yeah. and so, and, 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 and every obstacle there is no such, there's no such thing as insurmountable. I don't believe we only put that mm-hmm. on there to almost talk ourselves out of making it possible. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so all obstacles are an opportunity for change.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I hope that helps Rebecca. Um, again, drop us a line if you, if you want to follow up on that, Um uh, well, certainly we'll get to it. I, I mean, I think it was, yeah, find some inspiration, I guess, right? Find something, right? Cecile in Pierre, South Dakota says, in the midst of our struggles, self-doubt and negativity can take a toll on our mental well-being. From your experiences, how can someone cultivate a more positive mindset and build resilience, especially when faced with the setbacks that make them question their worth? Almost a double-up question here, but...
2: Yeah, I mean... Um... Kind of brings
1: it all together question, even if you want to look at it that way, right? But
2: yeah, yeah, kind of, Yeah, so like... I think it's a natural i think doubt is a natural part of process mm-hmm. um so when i see like when i question my worth i'm doubting my worth yep. and so what doubt to me doubt is is, a, is an asset i don't believe it's deficit i think it is a indication of extreme care and so if i'm if i'm questioning my worth then that means i yep. care about my worth and so that's okay. an opportunity for me to invest in that worth and start to yep. do the things again like Find the things you love to do, find the things that inspire you, find the things that fire you up, find the things that make you feel alive, and most of all, share it, be in connection with people, like, like, like uh, don't keep these things to ourselves, because when, when we put the power of word or pen to, to what we're experiencing, it takes on a whole new meaning when it's externalized. You know, and so like when we have something, it's, it's funny the way the humans experience works, because when we have something negative within our being and we hold it in, it festers and turns into something nasty, you know? And so it's something that we need to communicate to disempower it. When we have something beautiful happening, it, it, if we keep it in, it loses its power. And once we externalize it, it starts to cultivate growth and connection, you know? So, so, um, so again, like, yeah, it is kind of a piggyback, but, um, uh, self-doubt negativity are a choice, I think. And and although they imply, if I'm in a place of negativity, I'm in a deficit lens. I know for a fact, so the one thing I love to do is, is use the lens of beauty. If I put the lens of beauty on and see the world as a beautiful place, it kind of just pushes negativity out to the side. Like It's not really part of that component. And then, and then something happens within myself that propels me into like, the, uh, state of courage that I need to be vulnerable and access connection. Like, um, but, but, but you're right. It does take a, uh, it, it takes a toll on our mental being, um, which creates a, a, high propensity for entering into a state of loneliness, which is a very difficult place to navigate, but essential in understanding how important life is and the spice of life can be.
1: Yeah. Great answer. Great answer. Um, I guess that takes us there, right? Yeah. That's a that's a show. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of expecting something else there. All of a sudden, um, well,
2: we right. usually give gratitudes now, right? So, yeah, I know. What, yeah, what what it's kind do? of weird, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's awkward. I'll figure out something though. I'll figure out a way to to end these uh, these episodes with a bit more grace, right? Um, I am looking forward to uh, some of the things we've been talking about coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some other series to do. I, I really, I quite like this this format. Yeah, where I mean, we can take some time and really, you know, deep dive into something, right? You know. Yeah, so, I and
2: mean, you know what? Like, there's been some pretty good feedback. Uh, yeah. So I, yep. I, I think I, I like this the idea of like exploring different. Um, different parts of existence in a series-based way, and I think... Uh, yeah,
1: with a bit of structure and, and some really deep dive into it, right? Yeah. So it just, it expand is you're able to expand something like, say, emotional lexicon, just because that's in the top of my head right now. Yeah. There's a whole series to be done on that, <laughs> oh, yeah. and really understanding, like, to, to really get your head around that, right? Yeah. You know, so um, most certainly, um, we'll, we'll figure out what the next one is here uh, before, well, before it's time to
2: record yeah, that, the next one. So, that one's like a Dostoevsky novel yeah that's <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: but and and again like well you know what let's uh yeah we'll talk about doing this series but it, it, to me I, it's the one thing had i known that because it, it just it gives you so much power and freedom understanding mm-hmm. what those things mean so yeah maybe uh maybe that will be the next one we get into right so we'll t- yeah we'll talk it about is it, and, like, i think- yeah
2: I know I put a lot of uh, importance on defining things for ourselves because I believe that when we define things for ourselves, we are creating uh, a sense of choice that gives us access to a new freedom. And so I'm choosing to see the world based on this definition that I created for myself. And within that, I've concretized myself in my own life world and accessed freedom to potential and expanded my horizon of understanding. So it's just a growth, 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 growth.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, right? So I just had a couple of great title ideas coming to my head. So good stuff, stock, we'll yeah. We'll talk about that when I hit stop. All <laughs> right. So <laughs>
2: you are loved. Excuse me.
1: Hey guys. Uh if please keep doing what you're doing and you know I I didn't throw you in as a gratitude, but you're you always are a gratitude uh to the listeners. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. The numbers keep climbing. Uh it's working. If you see the logo, drop a like, comment, share. Do whatever it is you got to do to keep helping us out because we uh, we do appreciate it. Every time you do these things, you're getting me a little bit closer to living my best life. My best life is to make a living spreading the message. The message is this. If you're in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend. Reach out to a family member. Call into detox. Go to a meeting. Do whatever the hell it is you need to do to get that journey started because it is so much better than the alternative. And if you are the loved one of somebody who's suffering an addiction right now, just taking the time to listen to our our mini-series here. If you could just take one more minute out of your day and text that person, let them know they're loved. Use the words. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings them back.
0: gay Get-